Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back to the program. Today's issues here on American Family Radio. Appreciate you listening. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson, and now Steve Jordahl's in studio with us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. And we appreciate everybody listening to AFR. Uh, Fred, before we go to our, our guest, just real quickly, uh, you head up our news division, and Steve's a part of that, Chris is a part of that, and you have some other great reporters uh that work under your tutelage you guys uh provide a daily news briefing that's sent via email that thousands and thousands of people get you do it monday through friday it's one day a week mm-hmm. excuse me one one time a day for five days so uh where, where can people go if they want to subscribe to this well if you go to afn.net afn.net you go up to the right hand side of our website there there's a place all you have to do is sign up is put your email address in there. And you will get that, Tim, as you say, just once a day, Monday through Friday. It is a great summary of the major news stories of the day. And most important of all, it has stories by our own team of reporters on the key issues of the day, whether it's abortion, illegal immigration, all of the things going on, the news stories that we talk about every day here on today's issues. You'll get a summary. You'll get reaction from some of the key conservative people in this country as to what's going on. So uh, there you have it. It is a great great summary for the day i encourage people to sign up for it you can take it share it with other family members take it to your sunday school class great discussion points there when do you uh, when do you guys deliver that in the afternoon we deliver it about two to three o'clock uh, central time in the afternoon usually okay. around that time and if i give you my email you promise not to it goes nowhere else but us. Okay, I just wanted people to be aware of that. You bet. Not sell. No, not saying we're not going to ask you if you want to buy some Girl Scout cookies for my daughter, but right. uh, you know, <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> I keep getting e- well. I keep getting emails from this Nigerian prince. Oh yeah, Do you? yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Huh? Offering you lots of money? I don't know how he got my email. Well, the poor guy is in trouble. He's got well, all his money. He needs to park it somewhere. But he wants Would to you? send. He wants to send me cash. Yeah. <laughs> but it's in a bank. I That's have to right. give them my information so yeah. they can transfer it. Seems yeah. reasonable. Mm. I'm just a little skeptical. Yeah. You know? Come on. All right. So um, we want to uh, we, we want to welcome our guest now. we've uh, He's no stranger to listener to American Family Radio. In fact, a very popular afternoon talk show host here on AFR, our good friend Bishop Jackson. Uh, brother, how you doing today? I am blessed, Tim. Thank you all for having me on. Now, what's going on in, you live in Virginia, right? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, uh, let me just say a quick shout out. Thank you, Tim, and thank, thank you to the AFR family for supporting our Stand Awards Banquet, which we just had on Tuesday night. Very, very successful. Great turnout. Needless to say, a lot of our AFR listeners showed up, and we are certainly thankful to them as well. Uh, so I'm in I'm in the Washington D.C. area all week, trying not to get swallowed up by the creature <laughs> of the Black Lagoon, um, <laughs> the real the real swamp here. So 
Well, listen, uh, the, uh, yeah, uh, congratulations on your annual banquet. Uh, uh, and we, uh, Fred wanted to have you on because I guess you were hearing uh, Bishop Jackson the other day. Yeah. Bishop Jackson, this is your brother of a different color here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fred. <laughs> Good to talk to you again. Hey, listen, I was listening to your program on Monday when you were dealing with the absolute tragedy that occurred in Buffalo, New York on the weekend. Uh, and, of course, how the mainstream media covered that and tried to turn it into uh, and tried to make allegations that this country is just filled with white supremacists and uh, we have a real problem. What I was struck with is that certainly, uh, like the rest of us, we're appalled at what happened and that the young man who's been arrested and basically confessed to this uh, needs to be subject to the full force of the law. Uh, but I, I guess you asked a question that you already had an answer for. Why is it the mainstream media is not always, not also talking about the large number of black Americans who are killed by other black Americans? The Biden White House doesn't seem to be caring about that at all. No, they don't care about it. Black Lives Matter doesn't care about it. The mainstream media doesn't care about it. And just think of this as, as a comparison. In, in 2019, 7,404 black murder victims in the United States of America. After George Floyd was killed and you had the big movement start to dismantle the police, defund the police, get rid of the police, reimagine the police, that number of black victims jumped from 7,404 in 2019 to 9,813 in 2020. Mm. That's 2,504 additional victims. And this is a story that's never been told. And so the, 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 the attacks on the police have had exactly the opposite effect. Since they were blaming the police, it seemed that every black person who died was somehow killed mm. by the police, or at least that's the narrative that's, that's almost being promoted. And yet, when you dismantle the police and defund the police and you have retirements and you can't recruit police officers, here's what happens a whole lot more people in the inner city fall victim to crime. So, and that, that, that's a travesty as, as, as horrible as that murder was in those murders were in Buffalo to, to, to paint it as if the, the, the threat to the black community is white supremacists and the police officers is really a, a very false narrative. And that's frankly getting people killed. Yes. As you point out, uh, uh, we're talking to Bishop E.W. Jackson host of The Awakening here on American Family Radio each afternoon from 1 to 2 o'clock Central Time on AFR. 12, uh, 12 noon. Excuse me, yeah. uh, 1, to, 1 to 2 o'clock Eastern Time, Eastern I should time. have said. Noon time, right. noon, uh, noon uh, Central Time. You know, um, uh, that's a very what you're pointing out is that the threat to the African-American community, particularly young males who are killed every day in America, is by other, usually young African-American males, not by police, not by white people, and not by white supremacists. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, the way that the blatant double standard that goes on here, Bishop, is, is only says that there is a uh, political motive and agenda attached to the response by the, by the Democrats to such things as when something like this happens in Buffalo. I've, we've mentioned this before. 
And as, as Fred said, and as you said, E.W., every life is precious in the eyes of God, and certainly we as Christians mourn with the uh, folks in Buffalo right. who lost their loved ones, who were only going to the grocery store, for goodness sakes. I mean, what safer place is there, right, to go just go grocery shopping? And yet you had this murder, this mass murder by a guy who was motivated by racial animus, among other things. He was also mentally disturbed. Uh, so, the, and the president of the United States goes to Buffalo, and the, uh, I guess the first lady, and that was appropriate. Uh, he, he, uh, everybody understands that. It's a national, it's a, uh, a something that got national attention. And uh, the president went to say, on the behalf of the American people, we uh, we're, 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 we have sympathy for your for you. So that's fine. But he doesn't go to Wisconsin right. when when a similar thing happened. That is a fella who was a had a rap sheet as long as I don't know goes on a rampage with an automobile, not a gun, mowing down people because they're white. At a Christmas parade, mm-hmm. six die, forty something injured, sixty was, something injured, sixty something. It was horrible. Yes, and and yet the president uh, doesn't go to Wisconsin. In fact, he he flies to Minnesota for an event and flies right over the top of the the the. Uh, I mean, within a couple of weeks, I'm saying he could have gone to mm-hmm. Wisconsin had he wanted to. He didn't want to because that doesn't fit the narrative of the Democrat Party, that white supremacy is the problem. If he had gone to Wisconsin, maybe I'm answering my own question, not letting E.W. answer, but had, <laughs> had, had he gone to Wisconsin, it would have highlighted the fact that, listen, there are evil and wicked people of all ethnicities and colors and ideologies, and we need to condemn hate uh, in every way. Uh, so right. The second thing here, yeah. and I, this has not been mentioned much. People might say, well, that's silly to even bring up. But I'll, I'll just point it out because it also tells you where the de- why Democrats don't ever want to talk about anything other than police or whites killing blacks uh, when that happens, uh, is this. When, there were, when, when the Atlanta shootings took place, remember that? When, yes. the, when the guy shot the uh, uh, massage parlor. Mm-hmm. The, and they yep. were mostly Asian women. You remember that? It was a, it was a, yep. it was a, it's a white guy, and mm-hmm. he was deranged. Okay, mm-hmm. he wasn't going after them because they were Asian. He was just deranged, and he had his. We we know why because he said he had anyway. Then you had the Boulder killings by the uh, Arab man, yes, uh, who was a, he was a Syrian, I guess, a- immigrant. Yes. Then you had the situation in uh, San Jose, California. I forgot what all. Yes, it was yeah, UPS, UPS, I believe. Okay. Uh, in, in all those cases, the president declared that the flags across America be flown at half staff, uh, half staff. Hmm. okay? Which is a, the White House has to decide that. When it came to Wisconsin, they didn't do that. Nope. They, they, they didn't, they, they didn't yeah. decide it merited any kind of national attention uh, when, when it was the same thing. That, yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So somebody yes. in the White House, E.W., somebody in the White House said... Uh, hey, should we lower the flags? And somebody said, nope, uh, it's a bunch of white people dead. We really don't care uh, to do that. Next question. I mean, I'm, I made that up, what I just said, but I can't imagine yeah. the thinking being any different than what I've just described. Anyway, go ahead. But, but Tim, they, they've said it explicitly. When um, J. Christian Adams was in the Justice Department under Obama, 
and they wanted to prosecute the Black Panthers for intimidating people trying to come into right. the voting booth in Philadelphia, he was explicitly told, we don't enforce the civil rights laws in behalf of white people. We only enforce them in behalf of black people. I mean, so they're, they're, they really do have this mindset. But I, w- I want to add this. They don't care about any of us, Tim. I'm That's convinced true. of that. That's true. They, they only care about their agenda. And they, they could care less what happens. I mean, it's obvious from what's going on in our country. What happens to any of us unless it's useful to them politically? Right. And I tell you, that, that's sad because the president who said he was going to unify us. <laughs> yeah, good job. These progressives, quote, progressives, uh, many of them Democrats, most all of them Democrats, some of them are socialists, like Bernie Sanders, who caucuses with the Democrats. They don't care about black people or brown people or Hispanic people either. They just want to uh, tell blacks and browns and Hispanics, you better be scared of whitey out there. Yep. And we're here to protect you. So you better reelect us. Yes. uh, That's right. You better be scared of Republicans. You better be scared of conservatives. uh, You better be scared of those evangelical Christians. Right. (laughs) Right. Uh, So so, so what I'm saying is they – and now a lot of a lot of people of color, if I can use that expression, are picking up on what's going on here. Certainly, EW, you see what's going on here. It's not about uh, the care and concern for quote people of color. It's about using those uh, to scare people in that community or those communities, so that they uh, so that they can advance their socialist and Marxist. Yes. Agenda. Yeah, and, and, and to, I, I've been I've been listening to E. W. Jackson. Have you heard him each <laughs> each day? And that's how I'm learning all this stuff. Uh, go ahead, Bishop Jackson. Yeah. There was one other figure that you mentioned on Monday that I I found particularly disturbing, and that's the number of little babies. Yes, that little have been babies. Ki- what little black babies that, that have been killed violently. In you shootings. mean by stray, stray bullets? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yes. Uh, yep. Was, that, was the number over 200? Two, it's, it's 272 since George Floyd. You're kidding me. I had no idea. That just broke yep. my heart. 200, yep. 200 precious little... Just stray bullets? In little these, boys and just girls. Just stray bullets. Stray bullets. Because I mean, of gang like, warfare and stuff like that? Yes. Anyway. Legend, Legend Talaferro was sleeping in his bed when he was shot to death. Um, the, the children riding in their parents' cars, um, playing in their yards. And, well, and, and by the way, we're not including gangbangers. We're not including all these other murders. These are just innocent kids doing nothing to anybody. And here again, they're not being killed by white supremacists. They're not being killed by police officers. They're being killed by these thugs who are being released by these George Soros prosecutors to go back out into the street and harm other people. And you're right. I mean, it's... It's horrible. And here again, we're talking about it, but most don't. Most yeah. don't even pay any attention to it. You know, one other thing here, I mentioned this the other day. White people in America make up about 60% of the public, if I'm correct. I, I'm generally, in, I'm in the ballpark, I think. Yeah. If you had the level of white supremacy that Biden and the Democrats claim is out there in America, <laughs> like which, lead, which leads to the what happened in, in Buffalo, you would have mayhem, okay? Because you're yep. talking about 200 million people or something like that. So you have an incident like what happened in Buffalo. That'll happen once a year. 
usually somewhere we Dillon Roof in South Carolina, maybe every other year. And it'll happen because there are the 320 million people in America. You're going to find some whacked out people who commit acts of violence, or racially motivated or otherwise. That's or just, otherwise, yeah. Or otherwise. But if you had, what I'm saying to you is, uh, if you had uh, that many people who were into white, quote, white supremacy, you would have uh, you you it, it would be uncontrollable. Yeah. Uh, so, and I, I think they want people to believe though that it's that way because, frankly, well, Tim, I think they want to delegitimize the country and convince yeah. people that America is such a horrible place that yeah. you got to fundamentally transform it in order to make yes. it a place yes. that's livable for us all. Yes. Uh, while we're on this topic, let me point out one other thing, which uh, uh, to pay attention to here. <clears throat> I remember when. Remember when we had that spate of uh, Muslim jihadis and where there was a crime like every two months in America there for a year? Mm -hmm. A couple mm -hmm. years. This was about 10 years ago. You remember that? Yes. Oh, it was yes. like every other month we had some killings across America by Islamic jihadis. Correct. Or people who had were Muslims and they were acting out on their dogma. Yes. Well, you remember at the time President Obama said to uh, us, he said, and the media said the same thing. They said, listen, it's unfair to call them Muslim terrorists because they don't represent all uh, Muslims or I Islam. Okay, remember that? That yes. was the argument. Uh, oh, that yes. Was, uh, okay, oh, that yes. was, okay, then if that's true, let's say I accept that, and I say, okay, that's that's fair. Let's, let's, let's just call them... Uh, uh, killers or terrorists who happen to be Arab or Muslim. Okay, okay, I can buy that. Why is it, though, these same people are so quick to put, to say white supremacy? Yeah. Because if you buy their argument, then they should not say white supremacy mm -hmm. because they're slandering millions of innocent white people who have mm -hmm. nothing to do with hate towards uh, people of other color. That's a good point. So... Thank Good you. Point. Uh, but but why why is that, Chris? Uh, uh, Steve, go ahead. Why why is it acceptable to slander millions of white people by saying white supremacy when you can't say anything about uh, the motivations of jihadis? They have just come up with a talking point uh, last week or so that this is mainstream Republicans that fifteen that or is. more percent. White supremacy is endemic yep. to the Republican Party. That yep. fifty percent of this country is, in some form or another, white supremacist. They're not even trying to, to to say it's 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 rare. They're now. How do you fact check? Lately, well, it, be given the fact that they get to define what racism is, they can fact check it anyway. however they want. They control the language. You know, when the Democrats last night were Democrat, uh, were uh, debating this uh, this uh, terrorism. Uh, bill that they passed in the House last night, they they were mentioning Tucker Carlson as being part of the problem because he speaks out against illegal immigration. What does that have to do oh, with yeah. white supremacy? It has nothing to do. <laughs> huh? But but they don't like Tucker Carlson. He has a big audience, but he speaks a conservative point of view. So conservatism, E.W., is equivalent to white supremacy. Yeah, because, you know, all all black conservatives, Hispanic conservatives are all white supremacists. We didn't know that, but we've been, we've been informed recently yes. that we are white supremacists. I mean, because I, I, I mean, the ultimate Bishop Jackson was a few uh, weeks ago listen. when they went after Clarence Thomas's wife, calling her yeah. a white supremacist. Right. Yeah. Somebody Mar married, married to a black fella. Yes. 
Okay. All right, then. Uh, boy, she didn't get the memo yeah. back when she was 22, I guess. Uh, you shouldn't marry. That's it's just, As Bishop Jackson just said and has said before, and we talked about this, this is uh, this this is you pull the uh, this has nothing to do with what they say it has anything to do with this right. is all about advancing right. uh, a, a a Marxist socialist uh, in many ways communistic agenda. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Is conquer and divide. Yes. So they're trying. We ought to, to call them. We ought to call them the regressives because they're really trying to turn us yes. into a tribalist nation. Yes. Where you know you have all these warring tribes that are all vying against each other. Uh, and, yes, but you know what yes. the good thing is? I think the American people, guys, I think the American yes. people are over it. I, I, I think they've just had it. So the more they walk down this road, the, I think yeah. the more the American divide. people are going to reject them. Divide and conquer, I should have said, not conquer and divide. I had that in reverse. Thank you, Bishop. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you, all, right, all of you. Thank you, Tim. God okay. bless you all. Okay, Take bye-bye. care, Bishop. Uh, with, uh, Steve, you're, it's all yours. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Well, you know, no, we, I just you remember wanted, us. Hi, it's Fred and Tim. <laughs> that was a fantastic discussion though. Yeah. I really did think so. Um, I, I wanted to pay off on this. We said we were going to do this yesterday and, uh, I don't know, Bishop, if you're still listening, you're going to love this story as well. I think we let him go. <clears throat> That's okay. He may be listening. I hear he listens to AFA every Duly so often. Noted. Uh, this is Dateline in, um, Florida. And this is a young lady named Ainsley Grace Bacondi, and she is standing up to talk to the Sarasota, Florida school board. I want you to hear what she has to say. By the way, keep in mind while you're listening to this, the vice chair of the school board is a homosexual. Cut 11. Board members, my name is Ainsley Bacondi, and I'm going to speak on mental health in our public schools. The counselor or therapist may help you learn coping skills, but God is the only one who can heal you completely inside and out. There is never going to be real healing unless God is involved. Another reason there is mental health crisis is that some counselors in the public school are pressuring kids like me that I might be gay or trans and encourage me to rebel against parents and church. You see, the Bible clearly shows when... What happens when we forget about God? It is detailed in Romans chapter 1, verses 18 to 32. In verse 20, we start worshiping things rather than God. In verse 27, there is the rise of the LGBTQ movement. And then in verse 28, people develop a depraved mind not being able to think correctly. What is the solution to the mental health crisis? 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 7 tells us that it is God who gives us a sound mind. God through his son Jesus Christ will save you and give you a sound mind. If you want these types of counselors and therapists in our schools, then you need God. I will be praying for you. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. There's she hope. had a home run, man. Oh There's hope for America. No kidding. There's Amen. hope for America. Who, who, where, where can I, if people we want We will to, post this. Uh, I will ask uh, uh, Adam to post this on our Facebook page. Um, today's Issues today's Facebook issues page. Facebook pa- when can Facebook you get that page. up, Adam? Now? <laughs> In the next five, ten minutes? Okay. So go to our Today's Issues Facebook page. What you just heard will, will – was that a video and an audio? It is a video and an audio. Okay. And yeah. what was her name again, young lady? Ainsley Grace Picondi. She did that in about. She did that in about ninety seconds, didn't she? I cut it down a little bit. It's about a minute twenty. But okay. Yeah. Well, you know, also kudos, at least from what I heard there, that the uh, the board didn't try to shut her down. Right. Yeah. They let her speak. Let her speak. They, they may yeah. disagree with her, but they uh, she did it respectfully, and they let her speak, and uh, she spoke the truth amen amen Amen. and congratulations to her mom and dad yes absolutely yes yeah
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. Thanks for Steve for his three minutes of scintillating uh, <laughs> no, radio. Just, uh, Steve, thanks for being on with us, brother. My pleasure. Thanks to Fred and Chris and Adam, our producer. And uh, hey, Trivia Friday tomorrow. We'll see you back here then. <laughs>